DW Africa Link There are signs that the coronavirus pandemic, which has dominated world headlines for the past four months, is slightly getting better. Health professionals would argue that this is a result of the tight lockdowns and restrictions that were imposed. But for the people of faith, it took prayers and calling on the divine to intervene. Well, Africa is arguably the most religious continent on earth. So how has the church in Africa been coping with coronavirus? I was in a tunnel. I couldn't see the light And whenever I looked up I couldn't see the sky Hello and welcome to DW's Africa Link special podcast on the coronavirus. I am Crispin Mwakideu. No other continent in the world has more Christians than Africa. That's according to the Center for the Study of Global Christianity. Of Africa's 1.3 billion people, 631 million profess the Christian faith. Many church leaders in Africa depend on contributions or offerings during their services so as to meet their daily needs. But for Ghanaian church member Emmanuel Gubikpo, the corona pandemic has forced his hand of giving inward instead of the usual outward. Um, to be honest with you, I've never paid offering since this corona pandemic um, started, especially when we began with our uh, various restrictions. It's not deliberate, but then I feel that I have family, I have friends, I have people who may call on me if need be when they are in distress. At least I should save enough to be able to help myself and help them. When we're able to survive this pandemic, we can give as much as we want to the church. The coronavirus has shoved the church in Ghana and Africa as a whole into the tech world. Now, many services are conducted online via social media platforms. However, Vida Owusu Giambea, another church member in Ghana, says the online church experience is nothing compared to the former times. And let's say if you're at home and you have kids, if you don't plan your time very well, you may be distracted while the service is going. As compared to you being in the auditorium, listening to the word of God. But there's another problem. To get online, one has to have a smartphone and enough data which can last you the entire online service. Reverend Wilberforce Asari, a pastor at Victory Bible Church in Accra, says not all have been blessed with smartphones and internet connectivity. This is a, a big struggle and that's because here in Ghana, not all church members that I have are technology savvy. A lot of them don't even have mobile phones that have internet on it. As for giving tithes and offerings, Reverend Asare says priorities must change during these corona times. The financial circumstances of COVID-19 is such that people are already struggling. And so if you make offerings and tithes and stuff mandatory over social media and over social circumstances, it will look like you are not being sensitive to your church workers and, and church members. Talk of being sensitive. I was quite shocked when I saw a video clip which went viral showing a group of pastors from Kenya who were complaining that ever since the church doors closed as a result of coronavirus, they have been struggling to even afford their next meal. To get a better understanding of the impact of COVID-19 on the church in Kenya, I spoke to Gideon Banda, executive pastor Crossroads Fellowship Church in Mombasa, Kenya. Now the coronavirus has definitely affected our proclamation by word because we're not able to gather. And, uh, but uh, we have still continued to proclaim the gospel through the works 
of God as we serve people. In fact, in this season, we've had more opportunity to serve God's people through works of service and action and just by providing food and uh, care for those that I need. So in that sense, we've been able to serve the church even more this time. Pastor Banda, tell me, without the church services on Sundays, it means there are no offerings. So how are you now meeting your financial obligations as a church? It is true that obviously because people have been affected, you know, their businesses have been affected, their income has been affected, therefore their giving has been affected. And I think that uh, what we have done as a church, and I think what most churches are doing, is to obviously cut back their budget so that they are only needing to raise finances for the absolute necessary things. So our budget has been more than half uh, cut down. And so the income has also come down by almost half. And so we're still able to meet the obligations of the church that way. How are you preparing for the new normal that we all expect is going to come sooner or later? We are preparing for the new normal by, first of all, anticipating what kind of regulations the government will put in place. So, uh, so by observing what is happening in other countries like Italy that are beginning to open up and so on, perhaps the social distancing thing, that changes how many people can sit in a building. And so we are beginning to think about how many people will sit and therefore the implication of how many services we'll have to have in order to meet service for all the people of our church. As you've heard from Pastor Banda, they have had to revise their annual church budget to reflect the current difficult coronavirus situation. But in neighboring Tanzania, President John Pombe Magufuli left many baffled after he opted to keep the churches and mosques open. As a matter of fact, Magufuli once described COVID-19 as the satanic virus. I would like to urge our religious leaders to continue praying for our nation, but also to encourage worshippers to intercede for our country. We should not allow the devil to destroy us using corona and ignore God. This is the time to fight the satanic corona by all means. I believe that God is on our side and we shall declare victory against corona. Many Christians and Muslims in Tanzania have hailed Magufuli as courageous and upright. But there are some who disagree with his decision to keep religious institutions open. Here is one of them, a Christian faithful in Dar es Salaam. Well, it was not a good idea simply because churches and mosques in Tanzania attract a lot of people. And in such times, a lot of people are not well educated in terms of... Uh, uh, taking uh, care of themselves and, you know, as Christians and Muslims, uh, people like uh, greeting each other, hugging, uh, you can say sometimes giving holy kiss. This can contribute uh, to the spread of uh, the virus. Unlike Tanzania, Zimbabwe took drastic measures to try and contain the spread of coronavirus. The Southern African nation has extended its lockdown indefinitely, despite having less than 50 confirmed cases and four deaths. For Zimbabwean Bishop Brian Mgabazi, coronavirus caught the church flat-footed. Coming on of coronavirus, I think it's something that came, we're not prepared for it. And that immediately we had then had the government locked down country and we ended up with no church services. And on top of that, we were church buildings that we've been renting and uh, you still need to pay the bills. And up until now, you still have what the landlords calling and saying, no, we want our money. So churches are in serious dire straits. 
We certainly hope that the isolation will come to an end soon so that people all over the continent can freely worship again. But until then, we urge you to maintain physical distance, wear protective masks, wash your hands regularly or sanitize them, even as you keep praying for a miracle. I am Crispin Mwakidel. This has been Africa Link's special coronavirus podcast. Bye for now. And now I can see the